Hello, everybody. My name is Dan Van Horn. I'm the senior pastor here at Trinity Baptist Church in Fairfield, Connecticut, and we want to welcome you to the TBC Provoke podcast. This is where we hope to stimulate, stir up, and provoke you to love and good deeds by taking the conversation we start on Sunday mornings and bring it into the middle of your week. Hello, everybody. This is Clayton, and welcome to another episode of the TBC Provoke podcast. Today is going to be a quick solo pod, and as many of our local listeners know, we've had some kind of a week. It was about six days ago that Power went out here in the Northeast, especially here in Fairfield County, uh, and in the tri-state area, a little over a million people lost power for days and days on end. And this kind of put a damper on our plans for Sunday's service. We've been working for months, doing focus groups and talk back and Q&A and elder meetings and staff meetings. And since the beginning of March, we have been meeting in dispersion, and we had planned to meet together to worship again in the building here at 300 North Benson. And because of Tropical Storm Aseus and downed power lines, that just was not a possibility. It was very disappointing. It was very stressful. Uh, There were more than a few tears shed and uh, a lot of stress was involved in coming up with a plan for the following Sunday. Because when something like that happens, you've got to go into emergency mode in a lot of ways. You've got to start taking care of your family. You've got to start taking care of yourself. And then as a church, you've got to start taking care of each other. And there were sacrifices all around uh, some people went without so that others could have. There was uh, yard clearing and uh, generator hauling and cable running and fan lending and all kinds of things were happening as we, the body, began to meet the need of others in our community. But in the midst of all of that, my guest is always... Dan and I and other staff members really began to look at what could we do with the time that we had, with the availability that we had, what could we do to bring a sense of normalcy and comfort through the Word and through the ministry of the Word to the people of our congregation. And uh, I will tell you, we, we put it together. And that is... I believe, through the grace of the Lord, that he gave us enough time and enough provision to get something together for the community uh, so that the people of Trinity could join in a service that brought us together around the Word of God and around worship. But I'd kind of like to pivot, because that experience, the experience of putting together Sunday's sermon for Psalm 73, which beautifully speaks to the exclusivity of our desire for Jesus. Um, Putting together that service, it was a humbling experience. 
you know, do you ever have times where you feel like you're doing your very best, but you just don't have enough to do the best that you could do? Like, you know, right out of the gate, you don't have enough patience. You don't have enough kindness. You don't have enough uh, sleep. You don't have enough creativity. You don't have enough electricity. You don't have enough of anything. And you're just trying to do the very best you can with what you've got. I know that I have had those moments in ministry before. I have had those moments where I didn't feel like I had enough information. I didn't feel like I had enough preparation. I didn't feel like I had enough funding. I just didn't. There wasn't enough of me. I didn't have enough talent. Uh, I didn't have enough uh, health. Uh, It just over and over again, there are all these moments that the Lord leads you into where you just do not have enough. I know I experienced that during the blackout uh, with with my family. We didn't have enough provisions. We didn't have enough freezer space. We didn't have enough ice. We didn't have enough gasoline. We didn't have a generator to start with. Uh, and the Lord leads you into these situations all the time. And Dan said it on Sunday. When God draws you into a difficult season, He's giving you an opportunity to open your ears and open your eyes to see and hear what it is he's doing in your heart. And it's in moments like this, as you strive to take care of your family, as you strive to lend and be a helping hand to others, as you strive to be a faithful minister, it's in these moments that I always take comfort in a selection of verses that remind me just how very small I am and just how very big our God is. One of the first things I think about is that concept that uh, in our weakness, He is made strong. He is glorified. And, and you can see this echoed in uh, 2 Corinthians twelve nine, where it talks, talks about the fact that His grace is sufficient and that his power is made perfect in our weakness, that the ability of our God to pull through and to make a way is glorified. It's magnified. You can see it. It is put on display. His power to be the good answer in a bad situation is put on display when we do not have enough in us to be the answer ourselves. You know, and I think many of us would recognize that in our personal greatest victories, we recognize our own work first, usually. We look back and we go, look what I did. Look how good I was. Look how strong I was. Look how I have accomplished. And in our very own hearts, we can lift up ourselves as an idol And we can say that our sufficiency and that our strength and that our intelligence, our craftiness, our shrewdness is what got us through. And church, that's a dangerous place to be because when you recognize the supremacy of you over the power of God, then you have set upon your heart the idol of self and 
I believe that God leads us into blackouts. I believe that God leads us into troubling situations so that we can lean on Him and we can make known His power, His perfect power in our weakness. Now we see, we see this sort of modeled for us in a beautiful way. Um, you know, we all know that, that Jesus was a man and he was here on earth. And at the same time, he was also God. And so when he goes through trouble, we go, yeah, yeah, of course. But, you know, he's God. So it's not quite the same, Clayton. It's not the same when he succeeds in a troubling situation because he's God. Uh, but we can look at the life of his cousin, John the Baptist, right, who in prison was approached by his disciples, right? His ministry started before Jesus's ministry. People were following him around. He was like this rock star in the desert, you know, long hair, eating bugs. He was a wild man for the Lord, and all these people were following him around. Jesus comes, and they begin to shift their attention to the Christ, and one of his disciples comes and approaches him in prison and says, uh, John, you know, how do you, how do you feel about this? Everybody's leaving you here in jail. They're leaving you and they're going to follow Jesus. And John beautifully says that he must increase, but I must decrease. And I know that when God puts me in a tight situation, when I don't have enough to be the answer to the, to the problem when I don't in myself contain uh, the solution or the ideas. I know that through God's perfect power, he's going to put on display my weakness so that he can increase in the eyes and in the ears and in the minds and in the lives of others. And uh, I've been doing ministry long enough to recognize when that's happening, you know, you look around, you go, wow, I just cannot cut the mustard today. Jesus, I'm going to need you to increase. Uh, I'll do what I can, but I know that I'm not enough. I need you to step in and I need you to be the answer where I am the weakness. And friends, as you do that in your life, if that's in your marriage, if that's in your friendships, if that's in your work, if that's in your ministry, if you will allow yourself to decrease and allow God to be the answer, if you will put your weakness on display, then God's perfect power will be shown and people will turn to him they will turn to him. They will see the beauty of a God who is faithful. They will see the, the power of a God who provides when you cannot provide. And they will seek him out because who in their deepest heart of hearts doesn't want that kind of surety, that kind of confidence that there is always one who's going to meet the need for them. But I want to encourage you real quick. Uh, and then I'll wrap up. I want to encourage you that you are not alone in this, in this journey with Jesus, in this journey in um, expressing your weakness so you can watch the perfect power of God increase in your life. You're not alone. 
Romans 8 verse 26 reminds us that the Spirit, the very Spirit of Jesus, comes and helps us in our weakness. Now, I knew, I knew that as we were preparing Sunday's service, I knew that things would go wrong. I mean, the power had been out, so things had gone wrong from the beginning. Things started going wrong a week earlier when there was a hurricane coming through the Bahamas. And when those wrong things made it to us up here in Connecticut, I knew that Sunday wasn't going to be all that I had hoped or all that we had hoped or all that we as a community had worked for. But I also knew that I wasn't alone. I knew that the Spirit of God was with me. I knew that the Spirit of God was guiding us as a church, was guiding us as a staff, was guiding our ministry. I knew that the Spirit of God was at work in our pastor, Dan. I knew that the message that Dan was going to share was going to reach out and touch people. I knew that even as Dan felt that he was insufficient to the task, and that as I felt that I was insufficient to the task, and that as we as a community felt that this new emergency plan for Sunday was insufficient to our desires for our plan of gathering together, I knew that in all of those weaknesses that the Spirit of Jesus was there to help us. I knew that in some greater way a work for the kingdom would be done that our meeting together could not achieve. Church, friends, Trinity, listeners, if you are in a place of weakness today, you are in the best place you can be. You are in a place where the perfect power of God can show out in your life and where you can turn to the Spirit of Jesus to be your helper in this time of weakness. And I promise you, there is nothing more beautiful than seeing that help, recognizing your weakness, and glorying in the power of our God. Well, hey, everybody, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, I hope this provokes you unto good works, that as you hear and think about these things, that you would strike up these conversations with others, even if it's just to say, can you believe what those two knuckleheads said? (laughs) But it is our sincere hope that this conversation leaves Sunday and enters into your life where the boots are on the ground, it enters into your relationships, and it begins to shape and mold how you see yourself as a believer, but also how you see yourself as a part of this community. We love you. God bless.